episode 588 of the leadcast podcast i'm nick cooper joining me is aiden rockarts hey how's it going and colton sweat hello hello how's it going guys um this week we've got uh, a one new patron skid plate uh i guess i usually don't say the name but i did this time because i'm very excited you've ruined the um, entire show i don't get to start over sorry spoiled it uh a little bit of leadcast news a pretty sizable patch patch 1310 that we'll talk about probably for the majority of the show. We'll hear from our friends over at Nord, uh, and then we'll we'll give an, a little update on the mid lane challenge pool that you guys are voting on. Um, talk about MSI, and then jump into roundtable and mail fight. Um, but Aiden, how was your week, friend? My week was good. I won't sp- spend too long because uh, this. So I usually say I don't play a lot of league. I played okay. I played zero games of league this week. Um, I played like two games of TFT, but other than that, I haven't played any. It just was very busy. Um, also started. Breath of the Wild, not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, that game is wacky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never seen a game posted so much about online, and it's nothing related to spoilers. <laughs> it's just yeah, different yeah. ways to crucify Koroks uh, and different things people have built. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's crazy. So I'm very excited to actually like get into the meat of that game, though. It's fun so far. Um, honestly, I wish I could say there's something else but not really i'll do community games i think on thursday this week and then i think i'm uh uh off for a couple weeks um Ooh. and then i will be back in june but yeah i think i'm going to do community games thursday and then we'll, we'll come back to it uh in june i have a i have, oh, a, yeah. like, I have a work thing on like the thursday after till like nine or something <laughs> oh that's wild yeah what about you, Thanks. Colton? I feel like after after hours work stuff kind of sucks. <laughs> it's, it's not bad as long as you get to like deduct it from like your hours work during the week and stuff like that. Yeah, anyway. fair enough. That's that's true. Mm. That's true. Um, so yeah, my week. Uh, also didn't really play any league, did play TFT, uh, but haven't been playing a whole lot, so I'm getting worse now. Um, just sitting like right, right at D4, zero. Um, I think part of that is just that I've been like, playing really like sloppy and like changing up comps all the time rather than just sticking to something and getting good at it um but it's it's still been enjoyable we did uh some tft community night yeah, uh, last go? week it was good i think uh, we got up to seven people for one of the games nice. which was fun um i also immediately when we got it i'm like all right guys everybody make sure to scout this eighth player and contest his unit so that he goes out <laughs> first <laughs> <laughs> that's cringe uh, we didn't actually do it but i I, yeah. I do think it's so funny that you could queue up as like seven <laughs> for tft and then just deny the shit out of somebody i guess it would just be a normal right you can't queue up as, yeah. you, you can't queue up eight for ranked i imagine i don't yeah for rank otherwise you could just boost for free right I don't know. It it, it shows. I think you're limited the, to five like, for ranked. The lobby is the same, but I don't know if it would let you queue up as eight. Actually, I think you're limited to five to for ranked, or at least at one point it was. I, I feel like it should be four, but it was. I know for a fact it was five at one point. <laughs> it was at five. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I I would not do that in ranked ranked. But it it just is funny that you can do that in normals. 
Um, outside of that, just been uh, working on some some home renovation projects and, uh, you know, in, enjoying the very hot, rainy, humid weather here in Dallas. It's been quite unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Go outside, you feel like you're walking into a sauna. But old, uh, The old Florida special. Yeah, the old Florida special <laughs> where you're like, man, I showered two minutes ago. How am I already sticky? It's not raining, but it is 100% humidity. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty great, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's about all for my week. So I'll hand it over to you. Nice. Uh, I have been um, playing a lot on my uh, my newly created Smurf, um, enjoying that grind. Kind of. Uh, I have some gripes about it that maybe maybe I'll do like a. Um, like a long form post on on the Patreon and then I'll post it, you know, in the Discord to talk about like how I think Riot should handle um, smurfing and, you know, new accounts and, and things like that. Because um, I got a lot of gripes. It, uh, it takes me, I would say on average, uh, between like 15 to 20 minutes to get into a game after playing one. It doesn't really matter what I queue up for. It doesn't really matter like what roles I play. You know, if it's ARAM or um, like a normal. Uh, and I understand. Like, I'm, I'm not complaining that I have to play against like good players or whatever. Um, but it is really annoying to to like. I get the same people in my lobby, which is totally fine. Um, but if it's the like if it's the same lobbies, like, can we not speed this up a little bit? <laughs> like. It's a uh, it's a little a little disheartening, especially when a new account is you know I don't know three dollars. Yeah, for so sure. So I have a uh, I have some thoughts for how for how Riot should should handle that and and implement that sort of system because um, I I do think like making new accounts and, and smurfing is unavoidable and also not as bad as it um, is a lot of times made out to be. You're gonna get crucified um, for that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think especially with the new system where it's based entirely off of MMR, not visible rank, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where I think like that's it. it the removal of, of Smurf Q, like I, I think, while a lot of people are upset about it, I think it does a good job of getting people to the rank that they should be at as as fast as they can. Um, so I think like, well, maybe maybe I'll I'll do like I said a long form you know post on that and and give some some feedback um but otherwise i've still been playing through ghost of tsushima i feel like i'm probably just gonna rush the story and then move on to something else um but uh it's it's not bad so far i feel like it's maybe a little bit overrated um i think you know i don't i don't remember what difficulty i'm playing on maybe i'm playing on something a little easier um but uh kind of feels like those old like uh batman games i say old like arkham city is super old but where you kind of just push buttons and the enemies like die and as long as you know how to like decently block and parry sometimes it's okay um i will say the boss battles and the um the things to unlock like legendary moves and things like that Mm -hmm. the legendary armor is super sick very cool i like that a lot um but otherwise like regular enemies are kind of kind of boring so um yeah i think that's been my week so we'll get into the show um we've got one new patron like i said at the top at the top it's skid plate thank you for your support appreciate it a bunch uh any lee cast news aiden 
uh, just community games on Thursday, and then I guess an update on our mid lane challenge. I guess that we can do here. Yeah. Um, so for those who didn't listen to the last few episode, Nick Colton and I are doing a challenge next season where we are all going to play mid lane on a fresh account, um, and we have defined our pools. It's a pool of nine characters that uh, the three of us have like put together together, um, and then we've also allowed our community to select one character for each of us um, to play through a poll on our Discord. It is live in our announcements channel. Um, it will be running until June, I guess the last day of this month, so May 31st, um, and you should go vote on it. So I just want to currently say the characters that are winning for each of us, so that you can go influence if you don't want those characters to win or you want them to win <laughs> or whatever. Um, currently, for Colton, the two characters that are in the lead are Gragas and Azir, both with three votes, uh, and mm. then there's a, a myriad of votes on every other character. There's like 40 votes total, but the top the top two characters <laughs> have three votes, let's put it that way. I voted. Um, yeah, so you Not can for these uh, characters. <laughs> you can make a uh, pretty big impact if you go and vote. Um, for Nick, your top one is Yasuo with five votes. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and then I think the runners up for you right now. It looks like uh, are Irelia and Fizz, both with three. So, oh, okay. Not excited about either of those. I'm horrendous. Nick got all the Chad teams. characters. Oh my god. Um, That's because I'm a Chad. You wouldn't and understand. Then, for me, currently, uh, I have three characters that are tied for three votes. It's Irelia, Rise, and Pantheon. Ooh, Pantheon's good. Yeah, nah, Pantheon would be good for nice. me. Um, I, I, there's a couple characters that I was wondering if are even too fringe still. Like, for example, Cho'Gath is on there, and people have been voting for there's two votes for Cho'Gath. But like, if I did mm. get him, I I play him full AP, which I think would be different enough. <laughs> I yeah, I, I think that's fine. Yeah. Okay, cool. But I, I'm kind of down for those characters. Uh, I, not the biggest yeah, Rise player, but Irelia really, and Pantheon would be fun. Mm-hmm. I think Pantheon was one that uh, I kind of overlooked, but mm-hmm. would be yeah, super fun. Gragas is barely an ineligible for me. Really, <laughs> 90 k mastery. But, yeah. but you you've played him um, primarily in the jungle, yeah. yeah. So I and I feel like Lane Gragas is a a different champion almost. Nah, nah. When I just leave Lane perpetually to go and bottom lane, the only one hey, fair enough. True. <laughs> God, cool. do you remember, uh, so like, this is, like, a little off topic, but how prevalent, like, stealing enemy raptors used to be yeah. on, like, mid laners? It's, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Like, double your CS. <laughs> they realize that bot laners are easier to kill and worth more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be like the old Mordekaiser, like, pre-even pre the, the bot lane rework, where you would just live in on, on raptors. Yeah. Clear mid, go to your raptors. Clear mid, go to their raptors. <laughs> yeah, the good old days. Yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, you can go vote on that. It's in our announcements channel on our Discord, discord.gg slash leadcast. Hell yes. Let's move into the patch then. This is a pretty sizable patch. Uh, and we weren't even sure we we're going to have the patch notes for it. We are planning something super special for um, the 80 carry items um, currently scheduled for next week. So if we don't go like rather in depth on those items, it's because we're going to do it next week. Um that being said, we this is probably going to be the majority of the show, so let's uh, let's hold off no longer. Uh, first up is uh, some champions that are getting AP ratios added. I'll just run through these pretty quickly. Uh, we got Action, Callista, Kindred, and Vayne. Uh, Action is getting an AP ratio on his passive third hit uh, in his Q. Um, Callista is getting uh, an AP ratio on her slow and damage on E. Kindred is getting a W uh, AP ratio uh, and an E AP ratio, um, only for the slow on her E, though. 
Uh, and then Nico, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And then Vane is getting uh, AP ratio added to her Q. And um, j- just for and context th- for that, um, so they talked about it a little bit. Um, and people were like, were losing their mind, especially the Vane one. Originally, it was under W, and people were like super mad about it. Yeah. Um, the whole idea of giving them AP ratios is that these characters are probably going to build Rageblade, um, or at least sometimes going to build Rageblade, and Rageblade has AP on it. And one of the items in Rageblade is now an Amp Tome. Um, and the idea is that they don't want you to have to back and purchase an amp tome and be like well i'm going back to lane with my 400 gold item that does zero things Mm -hmm. for my entire kit um yeah that's the idea these are supposed to be things where like they don't really make a change but it's supposed to make it feel like not like shit it's like the equivalent of like as a top laner you have to back and you buy your sapphire crystal right like Mm -hmm. that's not a good feeling no but at least at least the sapphire crystal does something you know it does make make your character more effective in some manner I mean, I mean, yeah. on characters that have like no mana, like that would be like the equivalent, right? Oh, oh, I see, I see. I thought you said ruby crystal. I, no. I apologize. Yeah, like like if you're playing, yeah. um, I, 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 I can't think of a. Garen. There's definitely characters that need a, a man, like a mana item, but mm-hmm. don't have mana, right? Like if you're building, yeah, yeah frozen heart mm-hmm. on Garen, uh, buying backing for that sapphire crystal is miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, understandable. Cool, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be very minimal, like you said. So, like for Vane, for example. If you go back and like get that amp tome, it's like okay, cool. My Q does ten more damage now. Which I don't again, even is, know if it's ten. It may be less. It's seven. 50, it's fifty percent. Isn't yeah. amp tome? Amp tome is fifteen AP, AP, right? Is it twenty? I thought it was fifteen, but I don't I know. It was we don't 20. know. I think it's none of us play mid lane. <laughs> no, I'm like I'm Yet. so sure it's twenty, man. Put money on it. It is twenty. Ooh, too late. Because it's 20, 40, 60 for the components. Gotcha. Okay. Um, anyway, it's, oh, yeah, right. so it's like 10 damage, you know, for auction. It's going to be like a little bit of move. It's, yeah. it's very negligible, but it's just, hey, let's not waste stats. Um, other change, Nico, it looks like it's just, she does this. more damage to monsters. This is scary. Yeah. don't like this. Uh, Nick and I have talked uh, about this a fair bit. It's crazy that they're buffing jungle Nico. She is fucking bad, but like I've also seen people in ranked games fucking pretend to be small wolf for three minutes, then die to the enemy jungler. So I feel like that might be her bigger issue, not like the actual character. <laughs> yeah, this is, Um, I feel like, you know, as, as soon as you stop trying to play for the, the synapse, synapse clip, you know, and, and you like actually make smart rotations and things like that, it is like, it's just too un like unbalanced um i I don't know if i've mentioned on the show but she can turn into anything with a health bar that's not a turret or epic monster so jarvan flag zyra plants um i I don't i don't know if gangplank barrels count but we should do a mini rundown on her like in like a couple weeks because like there's stuff like 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 a tip that i haven't seen people been like do is like when you're walking through river there's no reason for you not to be like a minion or a monster um like it, you, you think like why the fuck would i be a minion or monster when I'm walking through river like there's no point well the whole point is that if they have a ward in river instead of having your nico picture on the fucking mini map it's gonna have the little dot like of a minion that's insane that's that's, that's crazy a, that's actually. a huge yeah. that's a huge difference right <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah i also just, i want so badly for nico to be able to turn into gangplank barrel because i just think it's it's a hilarious image mm-hmm. it, it also makes me think of um you know the game that we play when we do like League Jeopardy every now and then, where mm-hmm. it's like the the characters outline. <laughs> we need to play that because for every single one, it's just Nico. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's Ooh, like actually, clear, it was not Malzahar's out- <laughs> Voidling. It, it was Nico. 
It's actually Miko. <laughs> it's you like can't the uh, me wrong. the vine. Name that Pokemon. It's yeah. Pikachu. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it, it's definitely interesting. I am. Um, I'm of the opinion that this character is super broken as soon as uh, as soon as people stop messing around with her. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see. Um, cool. I think that's it for the champion changes. Is that right? Yeah. So now we yeah, have there critical was a, strike item changes. No buffs on this one. Um, so yeah, these items, uh, I guess we can just talk about which ones have been changed. Uh, Bloodthirster's been changed. Gale Force is um, being slightly changed, but it's going to remain a mythic. Um, Ginsu's Rage Blade is now becoming a mythic, and it's got some AP scaling uh, as well. Um, as well as uh, pen on armor in uh, magic damage. Uh, shield bow is not a mythic any longer and you barely use the attack speed for it yeah barely. i think this like i think this is going to be the worst item in the game for, for a, a long it's time it's so expensive like that's it's a three thousand gold for effectively 50 attack damage crit and seven percent uh lifesteal i don't think the shield is really anything to i don't know to write home about but Maybe I, I'm, maybe I do I'm like this overall. So it, I think it's probably too weak. Um, but like one yeah. thing I really like about it is that like it's one of those things where like you can tech into having survivability at the cost of like losing damage, like a good amount of damage mm-hmm. too. Um, and so like it, it, people like are in this mindset of like 80 carries are fucking turbo broken, which I, they probably are too strong after all these yeah. changes that seem beneficial for them. But like at least like one third of 80 carries aren't just running their main item as a fucking lifeline item right like well, that's, they're, that's they're, good yeah they're losing um you know shield bow a little bit of um a value there and they're something that we glossed over but uh bloodthirsters lo- losing the overheal shield um mm-hmm. so you, you know you can still take overheal but you, you know you don't get that excess excess shielding from bloodthirster by itself uh, which I think is a is a really big change. Sure. Uh, Infinity Edge is becoming Infinity Edge and Navori are both becoming uh, mythics. Um, so make sure to check those out. Kraken Slayer is a legendary and um, losing stats, and the uh, the proc is now magic damage as opposed to uh, true damage, which is good. Uh, Merc Scimitar gaining some MR. Mortal Reminder gaining a little bit of attack damage. Uh, Noon Quiver will no longer build into Mythic items. That's it. That's the update. A um, little bit of Phantom Dancer changes. A uh, little bit of Rage Knife changes. Rapid Fire Cannon uh, gaining some attack damage. Um, uh, Runons uh, will apply an on hit. Um, and then they're bringing back Static Shiv, which is, I think, probably the most exciting change for, for AD carry players. There's a lot of people who really like this item, even though I feel like it was not that popular whenever it, you know, came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, lightning is fun. <laughs> lightning is fun. <laughs> um, and I think you already mentioned it, but we're going to go into these items in more detail a little bit later. The 80 carry one. Yeah. And the, the high level rundown mm-hmm. right now. And that's going to be like uh, like pretty in-depth from a, a very good 80 carry player. So hopefully uh, hopefully that'll satisfy all the, the cravings for 80 carry builds that you that you have. <laughs> Um, Storm Razor's getting changed. Instead of slowing people, you speed yourself up now. Uh, Collector's gaining a little bit more lethality. And uh, the bonus move speed from Zeal is uh, no longer a unique passive, a buff to Inthers everywhere. 
I guess because obviously um, you guys are doing a big rundown of that uh, next week. Um, is there any like overall like like base thoughts on these eighty carry items? These came out today. Um, they're not even live until Thursday. By the way, I guess we didn't mention all these. Patch. Oh, true. This patch isn't coming out tomorrow. It's coming out Thursday because it got delayed a day. Um, but what are you guys' thoughts on the eighty carry items at like a high level? Um, uh, I, I really think eighty carry. Um, I'll just go really quick, Colton. Eighty carry damage is going to go up, um, and I think their survivability is taking a huge hit. Uh, I think this is going to wind up with the game being in a healthier state overall, where I think it's easier to balance um, 80 carries around damage than it is like damage. And, you know, Aphelios has 3000 effective health um, with overheal shield bow uh, uh, Severum shield. So I, I think it's a, a move in the right direction. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I really like that they are taking some survivability away from AD carries. They shouldn't be hard to kill. You mm -hmm. know, like, that should not be a difficult thing to do. AD carries shouldn't be able to, like, melt five people while tanking five people. Um, and I feel like that happens way too often these days. I it, it agree it seems like damage is maybe going up a little bit, which is always a little concerning, but I think, you know, them being more vulnerable compensates for that. Um, I'm, I'm interested to actually play on it because I feel like there's a lot of theorizing you can do, but it's really tough when they make this many changes at once to, to really know without actually trying it. Yeah, it, it is. Um, how do you feel, Aiden? Uh, my only things, like I, I do agree with uh, like the, the way I've been viewing it. Once again, I'm not an AD carry player by any means. Um, is like kind of seeing like what they're getting and what they're losing overall as a role. Um, and one of the things that I'm seeing the most is that like people like for example are undervaluing. I think like something like a bloodthirster, right? Um, and the reason I think bloodthirster is good is not because like I mean it fucking lost its huge shield passive or whatever. That's that's a crazy nerf. Um, but my whole I think is that if shield bow's bad, right? Like there's three lifesteal items for AD carries, shield bow, bork, and bloodthirster. And if shield bow's bad and bork, you can only build on attack speed, like on hit characters, then the economy for lifesteal on AD carries is kind of just limited to bloodthirster, right? Mm -hmm. um, so like, I think like B BT is going to be a fucking core item on so many characters, even though it's like this really? weird niche item now, right? I mean, you can't get lifesteal really outside of it. Um, I think it's crazy good. Like, I, th I think like items like that are super interesting. My only thing I'm so super weird about with all the items is where does Gale Force fit in? Like, so, so um, there's three mythics, right? It's Infinity Edge, no, it's four. Infinity Edge, Navori Quick Blades, Rage Blade, and Gale Force. Infinity Edge, if you're a crit user, obviously. Navori, if you're an ability uh, user, obviously. Rage Blade, if you're an on-hit user, obviously. Where does Gale Force go? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like the the only thing I can imagine is that like maybe Aphelios still wants to go Gale Force just because it's so like integral to part of his combo. Um, but I. I don't know. It's gonna have Gale Force is gonna have to do a lot of damage to to, to warrant passing up, you know, Infinity Edge. And, and maybe it's on. I don't know. Maybe it does so much damage as an execute that, like, on you know, Jinx, where y you have plenty of damage as soon as you get excited. It's just getting excited. 
So maybe, you know, gale force on Jinx, keep her a little bit safer, or you gale force in for the kill, get the, you know, get the excited proc, um, and you know, wipe everyone that way. But I, I don't know. It does feel a little bit out of place now that you mention it. Either way, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm very I, excited overall about everything. Like, I'll let you go in a second, Golden. Um, like, yeah. my biggest issue with AD carry is the fact that, like, yeah, they have 3,000 effective HP with, like, Overheal and Shield Bow and Bloodthirster, and then they have Shield Bow proc, and then also, um, like, if they're not running Shield Bow and they have Shield Bow proc, um, they run Ghost Flash, and they have Gale Force to get out of fights. Like, the fact that we're going to see be seeing less Shield Bows, um, less Bloodthirster, obviously Bloodthirster doesn't have a shield, and then less Gale Force is probably going to make the role, like, even if it even if they get a lot of other buffs, it's going to make it feel less miserable to play against, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. AD carries should be killable, which maybe is not something that AD carries want to hear. Um, but the game's not fun if if they're, you know, invincible with an enchanter on top of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just so going to say from for... Gale Force. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry. You're good. Um, I, I do think that this does a really good job of what they're kind of saying. What they're trying to do is like, Gale Force fucks your damage, but you get mobility, right? And I think that that's always, like, been the theoretical cost of Gale Force is like, oh, but if I go Gale Force, I don't have Kraken Slayer damage, but you really only lose, like, 2% damage. I I think now it's a way bigger choice, and that's a good choice to say, like, yeah, you can get this, like, get out of jail free card, get, like, the, the dash, get bonus movement speed, but then you don't get to build Infinity Edge. You don't, like, right, like, you are severely cutting your damage by going this route, and it and it should be that way, like, it, for the same reason that ages and ages and ages ago, they, they split Rabadon's Death Cap and Zonia's Hourglass out from one item into two is because the the, the 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 item that does the most damage shouldn't also provide the most utility. You have mm-hmm. to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just think it's going to wind up being literally no one buys Gale Force um, at all. AD carries like, just maybe, such a stat roll. Like, that's, that's the issue, right? Like, like uh, maybe Lucian Nami still, if that combo even I, exists anymore. I think it'll it'll happen more often than, than you think because I... I think that lane dominant AD carries and like early snowballers will still take it. So I think Lucian Nami is a good example. Like I, I definitely see a world where people are taking it because it just lets them like, you know, if I'm an AD carry, I can just kill you in lane like four times. And and sure, you got you get to benefit from Infinity Edge, but Infinity Edge plus two items isn't going to be stronger than Gale Force plus three items. I think if it does damage, sure. I, I just don't think anyone's ever going to take it for the dash, right? Like, I feel like that's the biggest problem with AD carry itemization is you build the most optimal AD carry damage build. No one's going to go... Like, even right now, I think Shield Bow's really good. Um, I know Nick doesn't think it's as good. Um, I don't think I've ever seen AD carry go, oh, I need to take Shield Bow this game so I don't get one. I, they just fucking build their damage items. Like, <laughs> you just build fucking mm-hmm. optimal damage items every game. Yeah, I mean, you just build the, the item that, you know, you go to UGG and sort by most popular or highest win rate or whatever yeah. and you know yeah. that's what you build which is you know a little frustrating but <laughs> oh well all right cool uh, let's move so into the we, I think we have other item changes that aren't crit right yeah, yeah. assassin item changes cool um dusk blade so it will no longer empower your next basic attack um against an enemy champion instead your spells will deal additional bonus damage based on the target's missing health so 
everything becomes an execute. Uh, and the invisibility is now becoming uh, untargetability by non-structures. Um, it can still, it, it does not get rid of incoming missiles uh, and would break upon any action that would normally exit stealth. So I, I think that's a, a good change for the game. So for uh, once again, we haven't played on this patch. I've only like seen people playing on it and seen people's thoughts on it. Um, this item is a lot worse, uh, <laughs> which is crazy because the amount of comments that I saw that said that like invulnerability is fucking OP and it's way better than visibility. No, it's not. It's definitely just not. Like I don't know what fucking people are thinking. The, the main benefit of invisibility it was it was instant invisibility. Like even just the fact that it's confusing is like it was crazy like strong like if someone your zed just kills your ad carry and then he just blinks out of like that people some people don't see the zed kill the ad carry and then they don't know where he mm-hmm. is like the difference between that and actually just being able to track this guy is like a huge difference like I, it, it's a, it, it's a way worse passive but way healthier for the game yeah i don't know i think it's crazy that fucking we have people and who were like saying that this is targetable so aoe would still hit you right um it's I don't know because it could be like Fizz and Vladimir, right? Where AOE's not going to hit you. Um, it does say untargetable. Yeah, that, that, I, I think I, I definitely. Heard, I think that would mean AOE would not. Work. Untargetable makes me think it would, but like I definitely like heard it always pitched whenever I heard it like talked about on PBE as like more like Viego un like untargetable. You know what I mean? Like that type of yeah. I mean that's what that's what untargetable is, right? Vladimir, Fizz, Viego. I mean, okay, so then yeah. I, I mean, again, it def- doesn't seem stronger in most cases I, I agree i think it's probably weaker i, I can see a, a few where like it, it could be really good situationally but mm-hmm. i think the the bigger thing is the uh spells dealing extra damage yeah. um 15 is kind of a lot on characters that build a lot of lethality and have high you know base damages period so Ooh, that's the scarier part to me hell yeah want to talk about prowlers but i think it's super interesting this is an item that's been an issue for a long time mostly because characters like rexai it breaks how they work rexai is not supposed to be able to dash on you and knock you up rexai has to tunnel towards you or like walk towards you or or alt on you um so the dash has been removed from uh, prowler's claw instead it's been the item has been moved to a legendary tier rather than mythic tier it's gone down in price by 100 gold the attack damage has gone down the ability haste has gone down lethality has gone down but it gets a new passive which is after you dash or after you blink or after you act uh, exit stealth your next attack uh deals bonus damage um towards the enemy uh and if the owner is melee the attack also slows kind of like old um was it old duskblade that did that like really old duskblade um I for 99 so. yeah, um so it's pretty well if your character has dashes and stuff you're going to do more damage after dashes um but you no longer have that active dash on the item um just because it fucking broke how a lot of characters work hell yeah mm-hmm. i think it's cool yeah, I, yeah I'm, I, I'm so happy that they're getting rid of it fucking 80 scions just prowlerizing onto you oh yeah, yeah, I. The only thing I can say is that it's a little sad because there are some really wild, like, niche combos people have discovered with Prowler's Claw. But I'm like, overall, glad it's gone. You shouldn't have to be able to like figure out those weird perfect timings. And and again, like you said, it makes certain characters just not work how they're supposed to. I could see the conversation buffs coming shouldn't... through for Rek'Sai and stuff, but... Yeah. Again, but, like, Rek'Sai, before Prowler's Claw existed, it was like, yeah, 
she can't get on you unless she flash on Burrows. Yeah. Whereas now in the current state of the game, it's like, yeah, she gets on you every 60 seconds because she just gets near you and then Prowler's Claws. Yeah, it's super interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they're like giving, I think like this will be really strong in a lot of characters you didn't used to build it, like Kiana's, for example, like characters who are always dashing. Currently, at least on PvE, it didn't work on Rengar Jump. Um, I'm not sure if that was a bug That's or not. Weird. But like, it feels like this would be an amazing Rengar item if it worked on his jump, right? That'd be super sick. Hmm. Yeah, it should. Um, cause like the other sudden impact works on his jump. So. Yeah, it might have just been a bug. You can also though. get blocked by Poppy W. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, next lethality item: Yomu's Ghost Blade. It's no longer legendary. It is now a mythic. Costs more. Gives more stats. Gives more movement speed. The passive out of combat movement speed is gone, but they've added a new passive to it. Um, Moving around generates spectral shards that give you movement speed at maximum stacks. You'll gain additional lethality. Um, And then when you go into combat, those will persist for a couple seconds before dropping off. So kind of uh, very similar to like Dead Man's Plate or like a rapid fire cannon where you build up stacks, you get additional stats for it, and then you proc them for like one big hit. Or in this case, you just have that lethality for three seconds until you ex, you know, after you enter combat. I think it's super what interesting is- how this works with Pike. Um, because how, does, how is this? I mean, just like his his alt, his execute range scales with lethality. So the oh. idea that that you can do damage, get them low, and then go invisible, r- like run around to get, get stacks, and then get extra execute range on your alt by like that's crazy. Isn't that kind of cool? <laughs> huh? Yeah, it is cool. Um, I I also think that like so they it, it seems like with these changes. Right, because Prowler's Claw is gone, where that one was one of the ones that gave you additional, like, flat lethality. Yomu's doesn't have that as unique passive. Duskblade, I don't think... I think it gives you haste and AD, right? No, haste and movement speed. So none of these lethality mythics now give you additional flat lethality. I like that. Yeah. 20 lethality is a fucking lot for, um, mm-hmm. f- like, for one item um it does it is. have lethality otherwise it does not no. right okay no, maybe so that's why maybe i think it's fair. pretty fair yeah because yeah. like if you think about like old prowlers i think it was like 18 lethality plus five per mythic so like it, that easily breaks past that with yeah and you know what i i just fell into it um i think people tend to evaluate items only at level 18 as well mm-hmm. um whereas like you, you know you have 20 lethality at level 18 but for the vast majority of the game it's going to be you know less than that especially so, if you are the pike yeah you're sitting seems... more like the 16 ish like for most of the game 12 ish to 15 12 to 16 yeah so so probably like uh, oh oh yeah yeah I'm, I, you meant if you're support yeah. levels yeah i see i thought you were talking about the levels instead of the uh yeah and yeah, no, i meant the um, amount of lethality gotcha. i was trying to do the math yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah it's uh it seems interesting i like that they're kind of making this a mythic for people that like to roam you know yeah, uh, abyssal mask. Uh, essentially, you're going to it's have so more good. magic resist, but the eternity passive is gone. Dude, it's so fucking uh, good. Oh, and it's cheaper. So Aiden's like creaming his little okay. shorts. I, I I completely admit I overvalue cheap items, right? Like I, I very much mm-hmm. overvalue the item economy of the game and stuff. 
That being said, it's 2,400 gold. 2,400 like, gold is crazy. You're losing a lot of stats. Like, you're losing 250 HP. You're losing... Uh, that's all you're losing. <laughs> okay, yeah. all you're, you're losing, losing 250 you're HP, gaining, but you're gaining 20 MR. You're gaining yeah. 20 MR, and then... Like, and, you, and you are losing the Eternity Passive, which is kind of big. The Eternity was the uh, healing, like the uh, Aegis, Wait. not Aegis, uh, what's that item called? Catalyst Passive. Catal- Catalyst yeah, when you passive, when you yeah. take damage, you gain mana, and when you spend mana, you gain health. Yeah, this item's fucking crazy. This is the fact that it's yeah, so it's 2,400 gold is insane. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, right, you, you lose 250 health, which is what, like, 600 gold worth of health? Yeah, that's where but all you the gold gain yeah. 20 magic resist. That's like 450 gold of magic resist. So, like, but it's 600 less cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it, so good. It's gonna be wild. And then I, I oh, what a am good... happy to see it exist more. I want more abyssal mask in the game, but I think it's just too far. What an excellent build path as well. Kindle gem, Negatron, seven hundred gold. Yeah, that feels good, man. You could just buy a ruby crystal and a uh, um, null magic, and then upgrade them both whenever you need them. Yeah, mm-hmm. feels good, man. I mean, you get cool. back on that mal, uh, mal, yeah, not malphite. Who's the tree? Malkai. Some more Malkai jungle. Maybe. Um, next up is uh, Arden Sensor. Uh, the cost is being reduced by 200, less AP, less mana region, um, and move speed. Uh, I like support uh, items being super cheap as long as they're not abused by other roles, which <laughs> is... Yeah. Oh, and oh. then slightly slightly better um, healing and shield on hit enhancements. Yeah. It's cool. So I, oh, I think it's okay. I, I guess the one thing that... It's changed. No, that's Moonstone's changed. Never mind. I, I, we'll get to Moonstone a little bit. Moonstone's fucking wacky now. Um, anyways, uh, they've added Chalice of Blessing. It's a new component piece meant to build other enchanter items. It's cost 900 gold. It builds out a Ruby Crystal Fairy Charm and 250 gold. It gives 200 health, 50 mana restore, and then a passive that gives 25% base health regen for every additional 25% base mana regen, which I like. I need to check into this, but I think Soraka has like absolutely dog shit um health regen uh yeah it looks pretty bad so she's gonna get shafted by some of these items with hp regen on it mm-hmm. um just because of how her q functions but yeah yeah mm-hmm. um chemtech is i mean what's even changing here oh getting a cost reduction and also stat reduction to go along with it nothing huge changed to there uh echoes of helia this seems like an entirely new item uh definitely a, definitely a new item that we've never seen before oh it's i guess it's probably not then <laughs> uh cost 2300 gold bills out of chalice uh plus wait chalice of harmony it says but i think it means chalice of blessing <laughs> um, there's no way we have chalice um, of harmony and chalice of blessing in the game right there's no way there's no way that we have Chalice of Harmony and Chalice of Blessing in the game. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Um, but it builds out of that plus a Band of Glass Mirror. It doesn't... Uh, is this a mythic? Mm, yes. Not a mythic. Yes? Oh, wait, no. A mythic? No, it's it a... is a mythic. It, 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 it is a mythic. Huh. Uh, yeah, mythic it gives acid, you yeah. health, AP, haste, and mana regen. Uh, the passive, Soul Siphon. Dealing damage to an enemy champion grants a soul shard up to two max healing or shielding an ally consumes all of these shards and restores additional health based on allies level as well as dealing uh bonus magic damage to the nearest enemy Uh, the unique passive gives you ap and mana regen and uh, you get ability haste from your other legendary items what's the item supposed to do 
Man, I was just about to say. So this item is supposed to be Athene's Unholy Grail um, brought back. I think this item is going to suck wieners. So I don't know like a single, a single character who wants this. Yeah, so a character who wants to be dealing a lot of damage frequently because there's um, presumably no cooldown on this. Um, so someone who can proc this often by hitting enemies and then healing frequently, but also someone who has a heal and wants to use it on an ally, which is... I could maybe see this as like Karma, Sona, Seraphine. Uh-huh. But Sona each makes of which, sense. Each of which can then no longer build um, Moonstone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because because it, it, they, they're locked out by a mythic. So I I don't know. I feel like Karma this is going to this I feel like this is going to be the item that that the support item that gets abused by non-support champions. I I do think like it could be on Karma um as someone who has a pretty reliable way to actually proc the damage every so often. Um but I I don't know. I think this item is is pretty bad on on release. I wish it, the the healing and shielding worked on yourself. This would be a decent Tom Kench item if you could do it on yourself. But. I'm a little also. I'm I'm interested to see what the range is on like the I heal ally and it deals damage to an enemy because mm-hmm. just has the nearest enemy and so like obviously there's got to be a cap range. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a range. It's probably based on where they are, the target of your healer shield. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just. I, but it's really I funny about like he's fifteen thousand units away, just getting sniped mm-hmm. by by it yeah i I, i'm also wondering so like uh, for some interactions how this works because like if if, let's say like i think nami e counts as her dealing damage so it's like if i put e on lucian and he like goes in and gets the double auto that's two stacks because i've dealt damage twice and then i w him it's going to then like proc both of those damages to hit the enemy. And I don't, I don't it doesn't seem like a lot of damage, but I, I could definitely see this. If it, if it functions that way, maybe, but yeah. otherwise like you can't buy, um, Moonstone. You can't buy, uh, what's the speed item. You can't Shirelias. buy about like Shrelia's. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't see any character wanting to build this currently. If it was weaker, Not it would be everyone, really cool. Legendary. going to buy it. Yeah, I, I think a, I think a, a weaker legendary is is the spot for it. That being said, it's mythic. It's a mythic uh, or an upgrade or whatever is uh, one of the coolest titles. It sounds like a fucking Dark Souls. Uh, it DLC. really does zone. Yeah, Cry of the Shrieking it. City. <laughs> yeah, pretty sick. I'm sure the Shrieking City is a place that we have been in the Souls universe. Yeah. Uh, next up, um, Evan Shroud. Um, it is getting cheaper. The stats are going to go with it, uh, and I think that's it. The stats are not going with it. Oh, sorry. Like unless you mean you're not, they're not being changed. I, I thought that you meant like it's. Getting oh, oh, no, no, no. The, sorry. The, yeah, no, no, no. The the stats it's, are remaining the same. So it's just two hundred um, gold cheaper. Yeah, which is which is nice. I think if I'm not mistaken, all of the um, support mythics are becoming cheaper. Mm-hmm. Which is a which, little a little worrisome. That's yeah, interesting. That I, I don't think that this came with nerfs to the gold generation items. Oh no, not at all. Um, I, I think yeah, like so. also like once again, I build cheap items, and I think like there's tons of top laners who are already building this sometimes. Um, and I think it's really good. Especially yeah, I mean, if you look cheaper. at the stats, it is it is not bad. You know, you get 200 health, 30 armor, 30 resist, 20 haste. And then every other item you get gives you five MR and armor, and that's before yeah. the 
the um actual damage like part portion of it and by the time your opponent has blade of the rune king and boots you can have this plus the new abyssal mask true <laughs> that's so funny cool cool mandate uh, is Imperial also getting some changes mandate. um it's going from a uh, it's going to a legendary wait sorry yeah it doesn't say that there but it says it in the description so it's going down to a legendary tier mm-hmm. um and then it's being co- it costs 200 gold less um it's build path is changing slightly getting more ap um ability haste is unchanged mana cha- regen is unchanged and it's passive is lower like- for you and it looks like lower for allies early interesting um this is cool though i mean it feels like i kind of a, i could build it as like a gimmicky tom kench support item like if you want damage because like he procs it on q um and it gives more ep now but i, I don't know i like cheap yeah items, so still a good nami item maybe a good like sona or lulu item but yeah. i don't know it's uh it's, th- it's definitely more gimmicky like you said i think it'll actually synergize pretty well with the new uh, whatever the fuck it's called, Echoes of Helia. Cry of the Shrieking City, my yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> um, where I think it, it, it will allow that, like, poke heal support to actually feel like they can poke still without having to build, like, actual AP. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I guess it could be built on some AP characters that can proc that often. Yeah, again, like, I, the, the ones I like, yeah, I think, like, Karma sona seraphine nami can all i think proc it relatively consistently and actually get some damage out of both of those but yeah it's still it's still something that has to slow or immobilize so Mm -hmm. yeah a little bit more niche but or i I guess the same amount of niche (laughs) um nice vows up next it's cheaper a little bit less health uh haste in health region Uh, now gives a little bit of armor uh, and it redirects uh, 10% of the pre-mitigation damage as opposed to post-mitigation. Can you, my brain kit doesn't work here. Um, so when it says, like, obviously pre-mitigation damage before it factors in their armor magic resist, right? Uh, post-mitigation would be um, after their ma- armor magic resist. When it says pre-mitigation, you get their pre-mitigation damage. Does it factor in your armor and magic resist? No, because it comes in as true damage. Comes in as true damage. Okay. Yeah. So this is like this is rough. This is actually like pretty. I mean, I guess like you're usually putting on eighty carry, so it's not like that much of a difference, anyways. But that's it's mm-hmm. probably a pretty big difference in damage, though, right? It's pretty yeah, like um, coming through as like just like I mean, it's always true damage, but it's coming through as like actual true damage, right? Yeah. Huh. This, yeah. this might be a lot worse, right? Well, you're. Assuming, like, assuming that your armor and magic doesn't like actually now affect. No, it. I think this is a. I think this is a big buff because they. Um, so it, I think it's worded a little confusingly. If they are set to take five hundred damage, we're gonna do math on the podcast. That's really fun. Yeah. You would take. F- um, you would take fifty now, and they would take four fifty, then reduced by armor and magic resist as opposed to they would take before 500 mitigated and then you would take 10 percent of that which would be like probably 30 something so you were going to as the as the vow holder you were going to be taking more damage 
um, and they're going to oh, be no. taking less damage. It always equaled out to the same amount of damage between you two, right? Was that is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Dude, it, this it's is just so based confusing. on well, the, the flavor text. Says the end result is that Nightfowl users will take more damage when redirecting for allies while still oh. <laughs> protecting them the same amount. So I okay, don't yeah, think so we need to do the yeah. math. So you will take more as the holder. Your AD carry will take the same amount of damage either way. Yes. So it, it's, so it's, it's, it's Yeah, then it's just strictly worse. I mean, it, right? it's cheaper. It's 100 yeah, it gives, it gives less health, oh, I guess it gives armor. less haste. Which doesn't You've got 25 armor, which is worth like 500 gold worth of stats you, got, you get from that. Yeah, um, it's it's a fair bit worse though. I mean, like I, I guess like the biggest thing is you you can't, you, you can't put it on a tank, uh, which you didn't anyways. <laughs> if you put it on a tank, this item go, its efficiency goes down like fucking ninety percent. But like obviously putting on an eighty carry who has like sixty seventy armor magic resist, um, it, you're not like losing that much stats, I guess. But it, I don't know. It, it's definitely worse, but not by like that much. It's just. It's just weird because this item sucked before anyway. I feel like anyone who built this was it, it was just a bait item. Mm-hmm. You're so a I, item. It's weird. True, but maybe it being a little bit cheaper will be will be better. Uh, next up, a new item, Lifewell Pendant. So this is intended to be a um like uh Aegis for tank supports. Um, it it gives you health, armor, and a little bit of ability haste for ten fifty gold, not the worst um but it builds into the tank mythics you know locket um which is largely the same it gives you a larger shield uh and is cheaper and then i think it also builds into what was the uh every evan that we mm-hmm. touched on earlier i think i'm not 100 percent sure because they don't have the build path cool uh, oh they do hang on it's um yes it's it built into that sorry Awesome. Uh, next is Locket. Locket, yeah, they said it's performing well. They're just giving it the same old changes. So it's going to be 2300 gold, um, slight build adjustments. None of these stats are changing at all. Um, the only thing that's actually changing is it's active. So it's active used to be 850 units for a shield of 180 to 330. Um, now it's 200 to 360. Um, so it's going up a little bit. It's, it's, this is like the most minor change. It's going down 200 gold. It's getting like 20 shield. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, very mm-hmm. small. Uh, next, we've got Mikhail's, which uh, apparently also builds out of Chalice of Harmony. It's weird because that item doesn't exist. <laughs> Rito Games. No, Chalice of Harmony does. Chalice of Blessing does not. No, it's the other way around. Is it? Yeah, Chalice of Blessing is the new component that they're adding which right, is right, old sorry. Chalice of Harmony. Sorry. They just still refer to it as Chalice of Harmony in these item recipes. Interesting. But hey, why would they have hey, somebody check the patch Hey, it's easy to make a mistake like that, all right? It's it fine. Is. It is. <laughs> um, so hey, Mikhail's Blessing, it now gives you 250 health. It doesn't give you any magic resist anymore. Um, the active, it looks like, is staying pretty well the same, healing a little bit more at higher levels. Um, and now there's a new passive harmony gain bonus health regen for additional mana regen. Um, so again, with the, the implementation of chalice of blessing, they've brought the harmony passive back in, even though it's not the chalice of harmony, (laughs) but the passive is called harmony and you gain (laughs) health regen. Hooray. Good for you. 
This is a really good change. I think this item's already really good, and removing the magic resist, which felt pretty worthless on um, supports, and adding in health instead, uh, is I think a, a welcome a welcome change. It's cool. Aiden, you uh, want to talk about the moonstone? Yeah, I don't. I don't like it, but I also build it on like goofy. It, it removes every goofy moonstone build. Um, ah, so cool. they're reducing the gold cost of moonstone from twenty five hundred to twenty three hundred, like every other mythic um, build. Obviously, reflecting that ability power going down by five. Um, and then the biggest change here is that so before um, you'd heal or shield an ally, um, uh, and then it, sorry. Healing or shielding an ally chains to the nearest uh, ally champion, healing for 20 to 35% of the target's uh, ally's level, or shielding them for 30-40% of the original amount. Um, before, it was literally just doing damage would generate these heals. Um, like, just hitting, hitting any enemy characters with abilities would generate AoE heals mm. for your team. Um, so now you literally have to heal or shield a character to cause this to happen. Um I mean, it just kind of amplifies it, I guess, is the way to look at it. Um, yeah. So you can't do shit like tanks can't build it um, unless they have healing or shielding for their teammates. You can't no build it on... No more AP Moonstone Twitch. Yeah, like the yeah, all the DOT characters can't build it. As Like the Ezreal capstone item can't build it. You know, like all those things, um, which I think is kind of lame. I, I feel like the, it was kind of a fun, like, goofy item. Um, but I don't know. It's probably better for hey, me. It's okay way. if you if you still want to play any of those things. All you need to do is make sure that your abilities have some kind of slow, and then take font of life. Easy. <laughs> True. It, I don't, I don't right. even know if that counts as healing for them or it as does. regen. It counts as healing. I see. I, I really really um, liked it as like a Tom Kench like item, like being able to like eventually become this kind of AOE healing machine by just doing damage. Yeah, I, 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 it's gonna function on Tarek very similarly, but I I liked it as well. Uh, for that hey, reason just take font of life easy true but then you can't take demolish <laughs> yeah sad <laughs> um up next we've got radiant virtue cost is down by 500 gold health is down by only 50 haste down by 10 so you're definitely not losing more than 500 gold worth of stats um the mythic passive you get a little bit less bonus health per extra legendary item and then the actual unique passive, the like active trigger thing, um, is being changed. The the what it heals more now, and it's based on your maximum health. Oh wow, from three percent to twelve and a half. Well, it's three percent. It ticked four times. Oh okay okay. Now it's just twelve percent. So, like I think it's like just constantly heals rather than like ticking like three big times. It doesn't say anything about ticking three times. Actually, it does um, does it? Increase your maximum health by twelve and a half percent, and you cause all allies to heal for two point five percent of your max health upon you transcending in every three seconds. There so it's still after. four ticks. Um, yeah, so it's four ticks at two and a half percent. So it is ten percent, but you get more health because of the, the first proc. So it's going to heal more. I mean, it did that before, so like uh, it doesn't. It's it's just a nerf, like overall to like that effect. Oh, um, never mind. Yeah, you're you got fifteen percent right, right. before, and now it's going to twelve percent, and it still affected the heal. It was three percent before, and now it's two point five percent. So overall, everything's okay, yeah, like so slightly changed. Just straight down. It, mm. it, it, the biggest thing is like the, the reason they're doing this is like it, it's mostly being built on like kind of like those tanky supports and then junglers. Um, so it's supposed to be like a lower econ item for those characters. Um, I still think it's good on Tom Kench. I just think it's like you have to very much utilize the getting at five hundred gold early. But, yeah. 
It's cool. Uh, Redemption's up next. Um, it has a recipe change, a little bit less, or I'm sorry, more health, and it will heal for more um, on the active. Oh, as well as having the harmony passive. Uh, we've got Shirelia's next. Again, like all of them, cost is down. The AP goes down, but all the other stats are unchanged. The active is unchanged. The unique passive gives a little bit less movement speed now. And the mythic passive is unchanged. Uh, staff, staff of Flowing Water is also getting changes. Uh, down 2,100 gold, losing some AP. Um, getting movement speed, which is kind of cool. And then it's, uh, passive is being changed to like, uh, it's giving, granting you both 30 to 45 ability power and 20 ability haste rather than, uh, granting, uh, wait, so, okay, hold on. This is confusing. Just a little bit more. Oh, just a little bit more. Power. Okay. Yeah. Once again, dude, the moonstone thing fucking still makes you so mad. Cause like every single yeah. character in the game could build moonstone and then could use all these healing and shielding items, right? In theory. Now they're just not, mm. you can't build these items on any character that doesn't have heals yeah. or shields, but I'm so sad. <laughs> um, next up, Watchstone is getting, or I'm sorry, Wardstone is getting some changes. Um, you can only buy it after completing your support quest. And that goes for the upgrade as well. Gives you um, mana regen and uh, grants an 8% increase to bonus health attack damage ability haste and ability power what the fuck <laughs> does that not seem weird so it has not the... really it, it, it used to do that before in the upgraded form oh mm-hmm. okay i didn't know that that's why yeah so like the the, the upgraded version the vigilant wardstone oh it's more expensive now it but it's a bigger upgrade yeah so instead of before the way it works is you purchase it and i think you just once you hit the quest enough no, it was level 13. It would upgrade. If it was level 13, it would upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yes, you had to like finish your quest and be level 13. Now you need to purchase the upgrade. Um, the stats go up a little bit, and then again, you get that um, the increase to your ward cap, as well as that, that increase to your health, AD, haste, and AP goes from 8% to 20%. Why don't supports... Wait, how... So, hold on. <laughs> Let me... As a top laner who wants to build support items... Um, and I, I sometimes build, uh, not spell thieves, um, Targon sometimes, right? So in theory, and this is something I could have done apparently, I could play Tom Kench, build my Targon's late game, finish the support quest, buy Watchful Wardstone, and then I would get 20% bonus health? No, so yes. you have to... Yes. You have to upgrade it into the Vigilant one. Did and you now say I have to buy or it. Vigilant? I, I I meant like before. And oh now, yeah, before to... before you could, yeah. 20, yep. Dude, twenty percent bonus health is a lot, though, right? It is, and and so that, that's why I used to um, a lot of times on Zillion, I would I would do like two items and then get a support quest and do this because like plus twenty percent haste for eleven hundred gold. Yeah, it, it was like plus twenty percent on like a hundred and twenty haste, so I'd get like. 40 haste from it because it had a base ability haste of like 10 so it'd be like 1100 gold for like plus 40 ability haste it was insane yeah it seems like it's like way less efficient now but like before it sounds fucking crazy why don't why didn't tanks do this before so no i'm sorry it wasn't it wasn't 20 percent before i think it was 11 percent before okay um 
Yeah, I can't I'll, find like I'll, old changes, but like, dude, like I guess twenty percent like makes sense that you have to pay twenty three hundred now. But like, that's still pretty good. I wonder if I can make mm-hmm. this work. I believe because if it's bonus health, right? So meaning health that you buy. Um, but if you're buying three thousand HP, getting an extra six hundred on this is kind of crazy. Was, it was twelve percent uh, bonus AD health ability power and haste. So okay. I mean, it was still. I think it was still like very efficient at you know eleven hundred gold for for those, um, and the the support quest wasn't there. Maybe you needed to have a support item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it makes sense. Or in order for your vigilant wards, in order for your watchful wardstone to become a vigilant wardstone, you needed to have completed a, a support quest and hit level thirteen. I see. Okay. This Boy, there's a lot about crazy. the game that we don't know. <laughs> I want to like hop into a game before it goes live and fucking play Top Tom Kench, build Rod of Ages, and then build my support item, and then build Vigilant Wards. That seems crazy, right? Mm-hmm. It does seem crazy. Huh. huh. Cool. Anyway, Zeke's Convergence. Cost less. It gives you less health, more armor, less haste. The conduit passive or active is unchanged. The conduit passive, I think. Also unchanged. unchanged. Yeah, this so item just, sucks. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's cheaper. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, Divine Sunder, it's uh, less or more base AD, less target health, target max health. Probably still OP. Um, the fact Probably that still OP. It just, what, it doesn't even have a cooldown. I've never actually known. Yeah, it's, it's a sheen seconds. cooldown. One like, and a half seconds. Dude, dude see, seeing like the characters that can build it really, really well, like like a Fiora, for example, just fucking proc it every three seconds on your tank makes me want to die. Like, so the 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 crazy part is is these are affected by. Um, let me make sure it's it's one and a half seconds. Yeah, one and a half seconds. Um, these are affected by the um, uh, ingenious hunter mm-hmm. things. So you could, I think that's forty percent from ingenious hunter. Um, and that gets it down to 0.9 seconds. So on, on a character who can proc it on cooldown, like Katarina, like Fiora, like this item is disgusting. It's so good. Yeah, I hope they nerf it more. Like it just shouldn't do that much like percentage. At least four is kind of reasonable. I think four percent compared to six. I think that's a pretty big nerf. But like, holy fuck, man, this item's so crazy. Or or just give it a longer cooldown. If it had something to play around, I'd be fine with it being like eight percent. You know what I mean? But I think it also like needs to have the the healing reduced as well like it's 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 just insane that you can heal like i don't know 150 every time you proc it which is fairly often and I it's mean, not difficult to do you know like we talk about healing be healing reduction being weak but the biggest thing is that um so if say if it, someone builds sunder so you build oh i'll build um immediately build bramble right yeah i saw this mm-hmm. if it's like say if you're accused on you and you have bramble this will go through before it procs the bramble which is intended that's how it's supposed to work but like the fact that you're not reducing the healing off that proc as long as like her first hit is with the divine sunder is crazy like that's a huge like if it just worked opposite you could at least like counter the healing a fair bit Mm -hmm. yeah especially for a character who like whose trade pattern is wait for q wait for grasp so you just q in and then back off yeah to, to to let the grievous wounds fall off so it doesn't you know affect you at all crazy um, Fimble yeah. Winter's getting a nice quality of life change. You don't lose. Uh, sorry, this is. I read it. Wait, this is right. Yeah, yeah. Fimble Winter. The shield no longer consumes your mana before it uses your mana to get the shield, which it didn't need to do. Wow, I didn't pretty realize bad. that. I mean, yeah. it never really mattered, but like it's just something that didn't really need to happen. So, yeah. 
Uh, force of nature. Cost is down. Health is up. Magic resist is down. The maximum number of stacks is increased from 6 up to 10. Um, and now instead of getting the multiplicative damage reduction, it just gives you an additional 30 bonus magic resistance. Yeah, it's no longer the is... best item in the game. <laughs> yeah, I think this is yeah, a that goes to solid Abyssal Mask. <laughs> it's just like the fact that you could build like five te- like armor items then build this as your one magic resist item was crazy. Because like uh, it, they said, they even said here, yeah, um, when you have a uh, force of nature fully stacked, it was fifty percent magic resist, uh, like reduction, like magic damage reduction, which is crazy. So good, good change. Um, next up, Gore Drinker. Uh, Gore Drinker is already reasonable, reasonably powerful, which may be one of the funniest things yeah, that they've crazy. typed on here. Um, uh, one hundred gold cheaper and twenty five more bonus health for the mythic passive. So. Basically nothing. Core drinker users are saved now. Now they're yeah. on equal <laughs> terms with the Sunderer users, dude. <laughs> cool. Um, Hallbreaker's getting some crazy changes. Um, so the cost is staying the same, which is like... Oh, sorry, it's going down 200. What the... F- Wait, no, it's going to up 200. Okay. Uh, Hallbreaker is 200 gold more expensive. Uh, it gets an extra 60 AD. Wait, it's not... Wait, did they pull the An changes? extra 10 AD. Yeah, they get an extra 10 AD. Do they? Maybe they changed it. I thought they pulled up. They must have pulled a bunch. I thought it was getting crazy buffs. Um, and now grants five percent movement. That's not as crazy as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of these were um, were were obviously changed from being on the PBE to to the patch notes. Yeah, I remember it being is, like uh, the most crazy changes. But maybe like they pulled it fully. But mm-hmm. I still think the item's crazy good. But split pushing is not a uh, as viable strategy in uh, solo queue. Oh yeah, I found I found it. They li- literally were gonna like double the armor and magic that you got with its passive, like like yeah, double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember five to thirty mm-hmm. to ten to seventy five. Like yeah, <laughs> that's a, the, yeah. I, I remember seeing that it was gonna be insane. Sounds like they pulled it though. So cool, cool. Uh, Lord Dominic's regard. They are giving you the bonus damage to physical or magic damage. Based on max health difference, so watching people on Twitter like try to fucking theory craft like Xerath builds where you build Lord Dom's as your sixth item, um, (laughs) just like dude, none of them worked by the way. (laughs) Like, yeah, I think yeah, I I don't think it's actually that good unless you're building um, Rage Blade or you are quirky. Yeah, it's for Rage Blade quirky users like stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and I mean, like, I don't, I don't think it's as exclusive as that. It's just like. A lot of characters do a little bit, like a lot of AD carries do a little bit of magic damage, right? Where it's like Ezreal, EWR are all magic damage. Great. Those are going to do like 3% more damage now. Like, you know, Misfortune, mm-hmm. E, like uh, Graves, W. Like yeah. there's a ton of abilities that do magic damage. And it's like, th- this isn't going to make them that much better. It's just going to make it not feel bad where you're like, oh, if I go this it doesn't benefit half of my abilities because they just do magic damage for some reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, for sure. It's, it's super also, interesting. Giant Slayer's a shit passive anyway, so it probably it's doesn't matter. It's not great. Um, <laughs> but either way, it's kind of cool. I'm glad they're doing this. It's a change. Also, don't build yeah. on Xerath. Don't fucking try to theorycraft it into your Xerath. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> um, then I, can I talk about the Lost Chapter one really quick? Because I think Let's it's super it. interesting. Um, so Lost Chapter um, is going down by 200 gold. Per 
some fucking reason. Remember mm-hmm. a couple patches ago when we had Catalyst at 1100 gold and it was yeah. too strong because you back really early and get Catalyst and you'd never be able to push, mm-hmm. be pushed out of lane. Um, so they're doing that to Lost Chapter. And what does this mean? Um, I So... At high level, the hard players rejoice just in time for the mid challenge. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. So, like, you guys may have heard of me talk about like playing like Cho'Gath and characters like that, where um, you use Futures Market in League. So, Futures Market, uh, for those who don't know, makes you like you can buy stuff early, right? You get 145 gold plus five gold per minute of uh, debt that you're allowed to pay into. Um, so, on like Cho'Gath, for example, you would wait until you have like 900 gold recall. Um, you already have Sapphire Crystal. You start Sapphire Crystal. You recall it like a thousand gold or whatever and then buy your really really early lost chapter um with your debt and then tp back to lane you can never be pushed out of lane because you have sustain in your kit and you're never gonna run out of mana now so what they're doing with this is making it 200 gold cheaper so meaning if you're playing malzahar lissandra rise any character that has really good wave clear but has mana issues um you buy uh sapphire crystal you can buy potions if you want you don't really need them you go mid lane you sit under your tower for three waves. You need three waves. Uh, recall, TP back with Lost Chapter with because uh, you're using Futures Market. On the third wave, you can get fucking Lost Chapter. Oh, how crazy! Third is that? wave is insane. That's that's, that's that's actually insane. That's like four minutes into the game. You get Lost Chapter, and then on like a Malzahar, how do you push a Malzahar to lane who never runs out of mana at four minutes? Like. Or who has out. mana regen on his perma wave clear? Yeah, and took yeah. minion it, dematerializer. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad change. I'm someone who likes like I, I I really like using economy to like push out like windows and like uh, economy states so, like item advantage and stuff like that. This is a bad change. This is not a good change for the game. Like this is a change that like I think it was kind of hard to abuse that at higher like at lower levels before. Like, yeah. Like you had to sit in lane to a thousand gold, um, or like I guess nine hundred gold if you buy sapphire crystal early, uh, or whatever the fucking numbers were this is super doable at like every yellow I-, I could see like silver players consistently being able to like understand how to do this <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I, this is I not think hard yeah this also minimizes like the weaker phases of like control mage wave cleary characters right like we're talking about malzahar i think this applies to, like oriana nivia zareth like aurelian soul even where it's like Lost Chapter was the breakpoint where it's like, I can start laning now compared to like characters like Zed, where it's like, cool, I don't really need a breakpoint. It's just every time I go back, I buy as many long swords as I can. Mm-hmm. It's this, just this really makes those characters a lot more more viable. Yeah, so if, if you're if you're a mid lane control mage player, uh, take Futures Market, uh, start Sapphire Crystal, back on Wave Three if you're getting pressured and buy Lost Chapter, or back on Wave Four and buy Lost Chapter and Refillable Potion. I don't know how you fucking lose lane after that. Like it's so yeah, good, man. Disgusting. <laughs> very very powerful. Interesting. Um, next up, Maw is a little bit cheaper. The cooldown is. Uh, longer and last less time on the uh, lifeline shield. That's good. That's cool. Yeah. Death cap. Uh, it gives more AP. Woo. On from thirty five percent bonus to forty percent. It's cool. I'm glad this item is like that. I, I feel like it should make be it like... cost eight thousand gold and just double your AP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the uh, golden spatula in uh, um, <laughs> Nexus splits. Okay, so you you buy a death cap, and then you can buy a second death cap. They are not unique <laughs> passives, and then they're forty forty, and then for fifteen hundred gold, 
you can combine them into Rabadon's Mega Death Hat for plus one hundred percent AP, and you get. Yeah, I wonder if you'd be hat. able to uh, if you if you'd be able to purchase multiple, since it doesn't say unique. It, That'd it, be it wild, is. right? It's a, so it's not that passives are no longer called unique passives; it's that they are named passives. Oh, so because see, it has the name Magical Opus, any other Magical Opus passive would not stack. Oh, except on Zeke's convergence, it says unique passive convergence. Well, that's the exception and, to the and rule. Award stones. I think they just write it poorly. Like if you, yeah, yeah, I think so too. But I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, right. Where it's like lifeline, it, it does yeah. the unique lifeline. It's just all lifeline is the same thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is kind of dumb that yeah. it's inconsistent. But hey, what 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 is consistent in this game? True. Uh, next up, Steric Gauge is getting a new passive, Gigantification. When Lifeline triggers, the user will also gain 25% increased size and 30% tenacity for 8 seconds. This item is cracked now. <laughs> so does it have two passives? Like, or... I think so, yeah. The actual passive itself and Okay. So y- you still can't build two Lifeline items, right? It's not no, like you have Lifeline so. and then you also have Gigantification. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, cool. But how crazy is that? Twenty five percent size and tenacity, like eight seconds is a long uh, time. Yeah, that's a long Dude, time. Like, I mean, like, so obviously it's good on like it's, it's fine on tanks, but like the thing is like when you tech this in as like a sixth item on a Jax, so he jumps in, gets bursted, but yeah. then has like thirty percent tenacity while he's fighting you is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. Cool. Um, stride breakers getting ten eighty. Cool. <laughs> Trinity Force is getting 5 AD, 5 attack speed, and the duration of the movement speed buff is up from 3 to 5 seconds. Awesome. They've made some early game adjustments. Fountain Mana Regen is going to be higher. The Home Guard Timer is going to um, start at 14 minutes as opposed to 20 minutes. Uh, The Blast Cone Spawn Timer is going to be later. Minions are going to be faster for side lanes for the first 14 minutes. Um, And minions that are currently attacking an enemy tower will ignore the call for help signals to target enemy champions. Um, So you can't pressure them under turret and have their minions be... uh, Have your minions be punishing them uh, instead of hitting the the turret. Aiden, I know you uh, have have talked about the second change. The first change, I don't think matters a ton like you've we've talked about yeah i guess like first like people are talking about the first change like people are saying that it's completely there's a fucking reddit thread that's saying that this completely breaks like how top lane works and i I am a reddit i'm a fucking top lane baby as well um but like people are saying that like oh if you solo kill your lane then they're gonna the minions are quicker so like therefore you can't push it into towers as easily which in theory that makes sense right because their minions are faster because they're they're meeting Mm -hmm. mid lane time yeah um but they're still hitting after the first wave, the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth wave is all hitting still. Like, say if it takes 30 seconds for minions to get to lane, even if they get to lane 10 seconds quicker now on wave one, like 220 instead of 230 or whatever, um, mm. the next wave is going to get there at 250 instead of three minutes, right? The st- time between waves is still the same, right? So it doesn't actually yeah, affect any stuff like that. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's like the time between waves doesn't change. So it's just if that's the problem, it's because you didn't kill them at the right time. Yeah, the the biggest and change you would have is had actually just the same trouble pushing anyway. 
Yeah, this is a change for mid lane. This is a change for um, uh, mid laners. You'll see, obviously, there's a super high, high he uh, heavy roam meta where, uh, say, Katarina clears her wave and then roams bottom and kills bottom. This is because mid lane minions arrive 10 seconds to lane quicker than bottom and top. So, therefore, Katarina can have her wave cleared and be halfway down river by the time minions uh, are reaching bottom. Um, so, now that the minions are all going to reach at the same time, if Katarina clears her wave and starts heading bottom, bottom also clears their wave, and then she has this weird window where she's going into lane when there's no minions there and also if she actually goes for that gank she's going to be losing minions because her wave's going to be there sooner uh there's like less downtime between it um so it's going to punish middling roams more that's like the whole idea um so it takes macro to the yeah. game so like overall it's a overall negative macro like it removes some skill expression from the game it's probably going to make solo queue better though like you're going to see way mm -hmm. less like roams that just the people just win games off right if someone goes for a roam and it fucks up they lose a lot off of it yeah yeah which is good. That's a that's a good change. It, you know, you you should be making that decision and not, you know, doing it just kind of passively. Yeah, I, I think just going for it. More than anything, what this does is it makes it so that like when that scenario happens, the mid laner shoves out a wave and starts pushing. You will have had enough time to deal with the wave and kind of made a choice about it by the time they get there whereas currently it's like they're showing up right as your waves meet so you have to either like give up the whole wave and maybe get froze on or die whereas in this mm -hmm. situation it's like oh okay that you know let's just fast push this wave and get out of here before she's here yeah for sure mm -hmm. yeah um other change was the minions um don't respond to call for help so the biggest change here is probably for top lane um so a lot of the times what you'll see is a top laner crash the wave into tower so crash like three waves into tower um the enemy top laner has to farm those um, and then you can kind of go for pretty free trades on the top enemy top laner who's under tower because um you fight them you run back you maybe take a tower shot but if they hit you back you're 18 minions are going to hit them right that's how that would originally work um i'm not sure if that's a common thing at lower elos but like it made trades like pretty free under tower um so mm -hmm. now those minions when the enemy top laner hits you who's under tower your minions won't aggro onto them they'll stay on the tower um so it just kind of changes the power dynamic there um i'm not saying this like, i personally don't like this change because i'm someone who likes going for those aggressive trades under tower and letting my minions trade back for me that being said it's not like it's it just changes the game right like obviously it benefits um it benefits the person farming the tower, but it also um, makes it so that dives are easier on them, I guess. Um, wait, is dives are easier on them? Yeah, dives are easier on them, I think. Um, maybe, I don't know. Either way, like... Dives would be the same, I think. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, either way. The whole point is that I don't personally like this change, um, but it just kind of changes how you have to play the game, right? Like, you have to think about it differently because you don't have the minions aggroing on people, so... Maybe it's easier to get towers. Like, maybe you can just, like, straight up just greed for towers now. Um, maybe if you are the under tower person, like, honestly, it's Tom Kench. Like, I like being the person aggressive, being aggressive and, like, getting my minions to trade back on them. If I'm the person under tower, though, I can just go for a full-ass trade on them now. Like, and fucking pull them under my tower. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that's better for the it. game, but, like, yeah. I can do that now. And it's just going to be something that I have to adjust for. Mm -hmm. It's cool. We'll, cool. We'll see how it goes. Maybe they'll revert it if they don't like it, though. Yeah. Um, we've got some vision changes just really quick. Uh, farsight alteration. The blue trinket will grant provision over walls within 500 units. It will now ping enemy champions revealed on the minimap. And when it detects an enemy champion <laughs> for the first time, it will ping the enemy champion on the minimap, expand its vision radius to 800 units and then self destruct. Um, so, and the enemies can still get 
gold from the ward if they're quick enough. That's goofy. Uh, and then we have oracles changes. Uh, if the owner of the oracles lens is actively hitting a ward, their team will now gain vision of the ward so they can completely clear it out. So no more, you know, your oracle expiring and not being able to clear out the, the ward that has one hit left. Uh, it has two charges now. The charge, uh, the charge recharge time is increased, uh, and the duration is decreased. So I, I think these are like very minor changes um, that that won't. I, I don't think this will affect the game too much, like personally. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's cool. I think the whole idea is that they don't want people just placing like infinite wards from base. Mm-hmm. They want them to do other yeah. things, which is kind of cool. Like stealth wards and blue wards kind of serve the exact same thing except that you built blue wards when you're on the defensive because you can't place yellow wards <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah cool cool i guess the only um, other change that we quickly glossed over that i think is kind of important is that tp changes oh, sure. being changed to 10 minutes oh um, i forgot about that yeah yeah um so yeah just, so the un- it's unleashed at 10 minutes instead of 14 yeah cool change yeah good change way to get top lane into the the game more um yeah, I think that's pretty much it. ARM adjustments, Mythic Shop rotation, lots of bug fixes. We got Snow Moon, Ari, Morgana, and Varus. They all have um, chromas. Uh, do we really quickly want to hear from Nord? This is very yeah, late. Yeah, we want to hear from but... Nord. Yeah, and then we'll do. We'll quickly yeah. just do roundtable. Then we'll roundtable. Yeah, and then yeah. Yeah. So uh, hey, it's Nord back again with the highest quality um, encryption for your web traffic. Privacy protects you from people tracking your IP or physical location. Uh, it's a really great product. You can get by going to nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. Um, you can get just the VPN services. They've got like password protection, password locker, file storage, a whole bunch of cool stuff. Um, and all of that you're going to get using our special deal again with that link, nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. You can get up to four bonus months for free on top of a two-year plan, as well as getting a discount. Uh, all of that is going to be backed by Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that is uh, available to our listeners at nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. Don't, don't let any of those sneaky companies track your web traffic. Get NordVPN. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. And then a roundtable um, section. Yeah, let's do it quick. Yeah, so last week's question was, what are your uh, top three most played champs? Reply to the person above you with a recommendation based on their picks. Hey, I'm not even cutting this short because we're uh, we're going a little late, Um, but I already had it written down. Go read the thread. Very positive and fun is what I had written down before (laughs) Um, because I think it's like a hard thing to read because obviously people are replying to other people's thing. I thought this was a fun idea, though, the idea of like interacting with other people and replying Mm -hmm. and giving them advice and stuff. So I'll probably do one of these in the future. Um, I thought it was a very fun roundtable question, though. Um, this week's roundtable question, though, is what is a champion that you love the theme slash design of, but you hate the gameplay? Hmm. Hate the gameplay. That's interesting because I don't know if there's many characters that I absolutely hate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I actually think Zillion. Really? I um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think his design is really cool. Like a, a, a time mage who has the ability to revive teammates and affect the, the battlefield in a way beyond just like damage or, you, you know, things like that. Um, I, I think he has a, like a lot of potential to do really cool things, but boy, howdy, do I think his gameplay is not very, uh, not very fun. Huh. Interesting. Sorry, Colton. No, you're, you're, you're good. 
Um, yeah, this is a tough one for me because like I don't hate like any character's gameplay, but there are definitely characters where I'm like, the theme is super cool, but the gameplay is very like mid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Warwick is one of them where it's like, mm-hmm. especially with the the rework, like man, Warwick is so fucking cool, but his gameplay is just like right click. <laughs> yeah, I think. That's like settling it a little, like um, not settling yeah. It, I mean, simplifying it, it's it a tiny bit, but yeah, that, you, but... yeah. He has a, a relatively simple character. Hmm. I got the right answer here. It's Shivana. Uh, she's a fucking dragon. Her gameplay is so fucking boring. Holy shit! I've True. never like playing eighty or AP is fucking boring too. Like just running at them, autoing them, or fucking waiting twelve seconds to throw a fireball. <laughs> like, yeah, good. No, it's it's Shivana. That's the right answer. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. Anyways, tell us what character you love the theme or uh, theme or what's the other word I, was, I used there? Let me find it. Um, the theme or design of, uh, but hate the gameplay. Hit us up on our Discord, sla- uh, discord.gg slash leadcast. Hit us up on our Twitter at leadcast. Send us an email, mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Um, yeah, let us know. Um, and next week, I'm going to do the exact opposite because I have way more for hating des- the design but liking the gameplay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Um we're going to leave it there. We've got three emails uh, and, you know, some other stuff to talk about. But if if you if we didn't get to your email, we will get to it next week. Um, uh, so, yeah, if you want to send us an email, it's mailatleecastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kinglardout, bluebasket, and leecastfrost. On Twitter, we're leecast. On Facebook, we're leecast. Visit our website, leecastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leecast, and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leecast. Thank you guys once again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.